Local businesses deserve local decision-making, and that's why Oconee State Bank is proud to announce that Philip Edwards and Chad Thomason will be leading the loan production office for the athens Clark County area. With strong market knowledge and accelerated decision-making, Chad and Philip can help area business owners, entrepreneurs, developers, doctors, and others move quickly to respond to opportunities. Let your business experience remarkable this year with Oconee State Bank, OconeeStateBank.com, member FDIC, and Equal Housing Lender. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Beyond the Cupola, presented by Oconee State Bank. At Oconee State Bank, experience remarkable. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. I'm Mike Salmon. Our guest today is Clint Watson with Creed Fitness. Clint, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Mike. I'm very intimidated. You're in much better shape than I am. <laughs> so glad hey, to you have you. You don't know. Here. Looks can be deceiving. It is. I have the strength of two men. <laughs> So you're, you're right about that. I appreciate that very much. But uh, before we talk about your relationship with, with, uh, with Neil Stevens, actually, the president of Oconee State Bank, uh, tell us about your business, Creed Business. Now, you're the owner, so you started this yourself. How long ago? Oh, man. January will be 10 years. 10 years? 10 what, years. What, did you start when you were like 15? <laughs> wow. So I just you turned 34. Been, you must, so you must have been straight out of college pretty much. It, some I, I, I personal trained for about two years. Okay. And then the way I started was I'm met a guy actually at our competitor gym and he convinced me that we needed to stop making all these gyms all this money and then we just do our own thing <laughs> okay sounds smart to me i mean i was a very risk i still am honestly a very conservative kind of risk averse person and uh, my friend dante said look we can do it man he had the sales abil- ability and the people ability and i had the the training ability and the managing ability and the details right and uh, we made a good team, and we, we did very well. Well, we're going to talk about that on the show. I want to hear about you know, your success stories, but also mistakes you made in starting your own business. But uh, give us a broad overview of Creed Fitness. What, what kind of a business is it? What will we see when we walk in the doors? Yeah, so we're a local business. We're not a franchise. Uh, we do high-intensity group training, so small group training. Our classes are anywhere from you know, four people to 16 people. And, uh, you know, we're doing body weight movements and, and deadlifts and power cleans and pull-ups and push-ups and just all the basics. But we're doing it at a high intensity. We're, we're not taking much rest between sets. Uh, so your heart rate's high. And then we're, we're cooling down and stretching afterwards. We help people with nutrition. So it's just full on. You've got the one location. You've been doing it for 10 years, but if you look around, just the last couple of years, these type of fitness places have been popping up all over the place, so you were kind of ahead of your time. What makes you a little bit different from all these newer ones that are coming up, the ones with the that are more franchised out? Yeah, well, you know, we started as a personal training company. You're right. Group training was not super popular in 2009. Um, personal training was a lot more the norm in terms of fitness training. And so we did personal training for the first three or four years. And then somewhere around 2012 or 13, we drew a line in the sand and we said, look, at that point we were talking about mistakes, right? One big mistake. And I'm sure a lot of business people understand this concept and you probably talk about it here, but trying to be all things to all people. Yeah. That's what we were doing. You know, we had, uh, we sold a a membership where you could just come in and do your own thing. We sold one-on-one personal training 
We sold group training. We were just like, whatever you want, come, you know. And it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. We didn't have enough room in the facility. We had, you know, 20 trainers, and it was it was mayhem. And so I was like, look, we got we to gotta make a decision. Who are we? Who are we going to be? What are we going to be best at? And I decided, look, we're going to do group training, and we're going we're gonna to do it better than anybody in town. That's what we're going to focus on, and we're going to, you know, stop doing some of these things. There's a saying out there, there's riches and niches. You find your niche, and you stay in your lane, and you do it better than anybody else. That's right. You're going to be fine. Yes, sir. And, you know, the, the prime example in fast food is, is Chick-fil-A. They do the chicken. You want the best chicken sandwich? You go to Chick-fil-A. They don't do hot dogs and hamburgers and barbecue and everything else. They don't try to be everybody. Right. They just do, this is what we do. We do chicken, and we think we do it better than anybody else. And it's working, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's working millions and millions of times. It's, it's, it's right. working. If you ever go to one of those places around lunchtime and the line wraps around the whole building twice for the uh, drive through amazing it is are you what are your clients who who are you finding out to be most of your clients most of our people are 30 to 55 years old most of them are married and have a couple of kids and um they're successful honestly most of our people are are successful driven goal-oriented people because the bottom line our workouts are not easy they're tough high intensity people are getting after it in our gym and if you don't have that kind of driven personality, you're probably not going to do well at our gym. Um, now, now that being said, we have a lot of people that come in that are intimidated and not as confident coming in. And we're able to kind of help them get going and, and, and get going in the right direction and develop a little bit of that tenacity. But for the most part, our best customer, our target customer, is somebody driven. Physically, it's pro- and it, it, I'm, I'm assuming just by looking at some of the other places that I've seen around town, it's not the person that's been that, that's a gym rat. Maybe they haven't been to the gym for a couple of years and they want to get back and get into, into shape. It's both. It, it's everything. It's both. Okay. You know, I mean, we honestly lately we've learned and talking about again to the mistakes. Right, we used to market a lot more towards people who were sitting on the couch. Most of our marketing was geared towards you know getting them off the couch and getting them fit. But what we've been learning lately in the last year or two is honestly our best customer is actually already working out. They're just not working out at our gym. And so they're they're somebody that they've already developed the consistency. They've already developed the work ethic. They just want more. They want more out of their fitness program. And they're not quite sure what to do. And so they come to our gym and they get more coaching and and they get some help with nutrition. And they make sure that they're doing everything right and that they're not overtraining. Because a lot of driven people overtrain. You know, they're they're working out too much, and they're not getting enough sleep, and they're not eating enough. Which is which is interesting because most of our people, from a nutrition standpoint, aren't eating enough calories. Which sounds crazy, right? But that's a common mistake that our people make. Interesting. We'll talk more about that. Top of the show, I mentioned your relation with Neil Stevens. He's the president of Oconee State Bank. He offered you the invitation to come on the show. How did you get to know Neil? So, you know, I, I, I brag about that I think I'm the first person that Neil called when he started, when he, when he thought about moving to the Watkinsville location. And uh, Neil's a great guy. He came into town. Neil is a gym rat. Whether you've met him or not, he is super fit. And I know he wears that suit, and you might not be able to tell, but... When he takes that vest off, buddy, 
suit. He's got an S on his chest. <laughs> but very fit guy. He's been in the fitness game for a long time. And, uh, and so working out is very important to him. And if you talk to Neil about fitness and how it plays into his overall effectiveness and performance as a business person, he'll, he'll give you a sermon on that. And so, you know, joining a gym was important. He called us up, came and tried us out, and uh, loved it. And he, he's one of our best members. Speaking of uh, supermen and, and being fit, I was reading your bio on the website before you came in today, and it mentioned you being like five years old, and you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you said, "I want muscles like that." I, you know, and you were a skinny kid, according to your bio. Right, so yep. t- talk about all of that, and, and what got you interested in in, in this type of uh, field? You know, it was weird. I, I was a I was a strange kid. I I, I didn't I didn't want to eat. I just didn't eat. It was weird. I, I only ate like five foods. You know, it was like. Chef Boyardee ravioli, barbecue Lay's potato chips, ballpark hot dog. Not Nathan's hot dogs, ballpark hot dogs. I, I don't know what my, my deal was, but I must have had a really high metabolism because all I ate was junk food and I was, you know, as thin as my, my pinky. And uh, and my, my parents would, it was a constant thing. They were like, you got to eat, you got to eat. If you don't eat, you're going to go to the hospital. I mean, they were trying everything to get me to eat. And so naturally, I'd didn't like the fact that I was skinny and yeah, I'll never forget that first scene in commando. Have you seen commando? Yeah, absolutely. Chopping wood, the big biceps bulging, the, the, the huge log up on his shoulders. And I see that and I'm like, that's what I want to look like. That was it. (laughs) That was it, man. It was over. And so, you know, just growing up, you know, starting probably even younger than middle school, I would go to the grocery store with my mom and I'm standing at the magazine rack and I'm reading Muscle and Fitness cover to cover. It's just always been in me, you know. So naturally started working out in middle school, played football, uh, went to UGA, thought about going to med school, got to organic chemistry. I was like, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing organic chemistry for another 10 years, right? So I thought, okay, instead of chasing money, I'm going to chase after something that I enjoy. And that was a no-brainer for me. It was fitness. Chase after something you love, and in, in, in more cases than not, the money will follow. Yes, sir. So you go into business. You decide to start your own place. By the way, i got to ask you about the name Creed Fitness because I think of Apollo Creed <laughs> right. when I hear that. But where'd the name come from? <laughs> yeah, so back to mistakes made, right? So one huge mistake that I made was uh, around 2012, me and my partner went our separate ways. He kept our original business name, which was Redefined Fitness. And he actually still is running a a business there in Winder. He's got a location there right off 316. So shout out to Dante and Redefined Fitness too. Um, We went our separate ways and I renamed the Athens location to Tribe Fitness. Well, I didn't do my homework. I didn't do my research. And I accidentally was impeding on a trademark. So Iron Tribe Fitness. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that brand or not, but they they started in Birmingham, Alabama. They're in probably 15 or 20 states at this point. They've got 30 to 40 locations. And so so it was interesting. They didn't call me. Everybody says, did they call you cease and desist? I was like, no. I called a trademark attorney. And I said, hey, I want, I want to trademark Tribe Fitness. You know, I love this name. The members love it. Trademark attorney says, you got a big problem. You know, according to the USPTO, yep. Tribe Fitness and Iron Tribe Fitness are substantially similar. And he said, I can't believe you have not got a cease and desist letter yet. So I called them. I called Iron Tribe and I said, hey, here's the deal. Just totally transparent, totally honest with them. It, it actually led to some conversations about me thinking about doing a franchise with them. It ended up not working out. 
So I had to change my name to Creed Fitness. And so so here's the story with that. I, I was watching one of my heroes and mentors is John Maxwell. Just I eat up everything he does. I love it. And um, he does this Minute with Maxwell. You've probably seen it on social media. It's a great little video series he does. And so he, the word of the day was tribe. And so I tuned in. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to see this. So he said a, a tribe is, you know, a group of people that they share similar beliefs. And so at that time, I was looking at and thinking about the renaming process. What am I going to do? And the word creed had sort of bubbled up, and, and the definition of creed was a set of beliefs. So when John Maxwell said that a tribe was a group of people that had a shared set of beliefs, that was just my sign. That was like, hey, creed. Creed is our new name. Great. Well, we, you know, I haven't even asked you about the mistakes you've made in the business, and you've brought up like three or four <laughs> yeah. already. I but, got another hundred for you. Yeah, but but you know what? For the, the the business person out there right now that might be listening and, and maybe considering starting their own business, but I'm scared I'm going to make mistakes. It's part of the natural process, and you probably have learned much more from your mistakes than you have from your successes. Absolutely, because they're more painful. You know, success. And you never want to repeat those. That's right. You never want to repeat those, and so. When you make a mistake, you're right. I mean, if you if you sit back and you can and you can be humble about it, right, and, and not point fingers and blame and make excuses as to what happened. But if you can take personal responsibility and say, Okay, what could I have done better? And you learn, man, you get a lot better. Now, uh, I know it's rude to ask, but how old are you? 34. 34. So if the 34-year-old could go back and say something to the 24-year-old uh, Clint Watson, what, what would you tell your twenty-four-year-old self, great, right now. great question, and and it's an easy answer. Focus, focus. So about about two years ago, I started to get a little prideful. I started to kind of think, well, I'm just Mister Entrepreneur Boy, and I'll no, just no, <laughs> no pun intended. You started to flex your muscles. I started to flex a little bit, right? <laughs> I started to look in the mirror and flex a little bit, and I started thinking. Well, if I can run one business, maybe I can run two. So I started another business with a friend of mine, a nutrition business. And then I thought, well, if I can run two businesses, then I can run three. And so I went and I got certified to be a business coach. And so here I am, 32 years old. I'm going to be a business coach. I can't tell you what a mistake that was. And so what I found myself doing was I, I was doing a lot of things with mediocrity. And I was doing nothing with excellence. And so I thought, you know, I, I can't do this. I have to change. Um, so I started pushing things aside. I, I departnered with my friend on the nutrition business. He's still doing great. And uh, stopped the business coaching stuff, pushed that aside. I love that, honestly. It was a lot of fun. But I just don't think it's the right timing for that. You know, maybe in my 50s and 60s when I'm a little bit more battle-tested, I come back to that. But it's made a major, major impact on my fitness business at Creed. Well, it's gone back to a couple of things that we've already talked about. You know, number one, staying in your lane, your your niche, um, you know, uh, not trying to be everything to all people. Absolutely. You know, a jack of all trades and an expert in none. Exactly. So, um, all right. Well, we've been asking about the business side. So let me ask you more about the, the fitness side now and, and people that are listening that probably a lot of them are, you know, they probably try to work out and they think they're doing it the right way. But we all know we, unless we get an expert like yourself, we're probably making mistakes. What are some of the mistakes that people make when they are working out with their routines? I would say number one is people have an all or nothing mentality. And it's it's either they're full on and they're working out five days a week and they're 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 not eating 
ice cream ever again. I'm never going to eat ice cream or pizza ever again in my whole life. I mean, that's the, the, the prototypical I'm all in, right? And, and you can do that for two or three weeks, and then you'll stop, right. and then you'll right. fail. And, you know, it's just that tortoise in the hair. That's all it is. It's the tortoise in the hair. If, if, if you have two people that begin in January and one of them, you know, just plods away working out three days a week for 52 weeks, and then you've got the hair that works out five days a week for a month, you know, who's going to be in better shape at the end of the year? It, it's a no-brainer, right? But for some reason, and I think especially business people, driven people fall into this. Because they're like, you know, more's better, harder's better, go, 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 ah, and then they burn out, and then they quit, and then they don't work out again for six months, and so you just gotta, you gotta dial it back. You gotta be realistic. You know, you commit, commit to something, but don't overcommit. You know, that's a huge, huge fail failure that I think business people make with fitness. Yeah. And, and, of course, nutrition's a big part of it and eating right. But it's okay, and, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I'm assuming it's okay once in a while I'm going to have that cookie or I'm going to have a, a piece of cake. I'm, I mean, I want to I enjoy life and enjoy food as well once in a while. Food is meant to be enjoyed, just not every meal, you know. And so we practice what we call the 10% rule. And so this is this is how you do the math. You say, okay, well, how many times a day am I eating? Well, am I eating... Four times a day, that's roughly what we recommend, roughly four times a day. Okay, four, four meals a day, seven days a week, that's, do the math. Let's see if you're good at math, Mike. Four times seven. 28. 28, 28 meals per week. See that Georgia education? <laughs> that's yeah. it. All right, so what's 10% of 28? 10% of 2.8. 2.8, okay. And so we'll just round we'll, it up to three. We'll round it up to three. Okay, we'll round it up to three. So here's what you do. Three meals out of the, of the week, Mike? Eat whatever you want. I'm talking eat an entire pizza, drink a two-liter of Coke, if you can, <laughs> have some ice cream, do whatever you want, okay? But here's the thing. You've got to earn it. You've got to earn those three. And so so a lot of times people have this this mindset towards nutrition. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a carrot and a stick approach. Uh, they do it to themselves mentally where they say, oh, God, I really blew it this weekend. You know, uh, I, I went out with some friends on Friday night and we had wings and beer. And then Saturday we had this wedding that we went to and I ate a bunch of cake. You know, and Sunday wasn't much better. We had a brunch and I overate. I just I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. You know what? Starting Monday, I'm going to punish myself by working out and by eating right. And so it's this negative thing, right? Versus this mindset of, OK, it's Monday. I'm going to eat right this week. I'm going to exercise three days this week, and if I get a fourth day in, great. I'll pat myself on the back. And then on Friday, you know what? I'm going to reward myself with a meal, with an, what we call an honor roll meal. Some people call them cheat meals, but cheat, like you don't want to cheat on your wife. Like that's not a good word. So we say honor roll meal. Reward. Reward. Yeah. It's a reward. And now it's this, it, it changes the whole mindset towards nutrition where, because you're right, food is meant to be enjoyed to a degree. But I think in general, people enjoy it every single day. And that's where we have to dial it back a little bit. A lot of it is mental. Huge. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, I mean, how can you ensure that you achieve your fitness goals? Well, first of all, like you say, you've got to understand it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Absolutely. There's the tortoise and the hare again. Yep. And uh, it, 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 it's got to be positive, too. You can't make it a negative thing. Oh, I got to go work out today. And, and that's hard to get your mind wrapped around that, thinking positively that I'm looking forward to seeing Clint today. Not, <laughs> right. man, I hate that guy. You know, but that that is probably my favorite piece of feedback or the my favorite type of testimonial is when somebody says, you know what, Clint, I used to hate working out. And now I actually look forward to coming to work out at the gym. That's huge because that right there is life changing. I mean, if you can, like you said, it is mental. If you can change that kind of mindset towards exercise and nutrition, it can be dramatic and, and and it'll be ongoing it won't be a short-term thing that that's just it becomes the new normal yeah oconee state bank and this is by the way is beyond the cupola brought to you by oconee state bank they always say experience remarkable that's their 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 they're saying there and you're experiencing it, it sounds like every single day you found a way to, to make a living doing something that you really enjoy it's a lot of fun and i tell a lot of people it's like it really it doesn't feel like work honestly i mean i, I show up and and I high-five high five people all day, and I encourage people all day, and, and I help them push through limiting beliefs. You know, that we, say in, we say at Creed that uh, don't say the C word in my gym. Don't, don't use profanity in my gym. Don't say can't, you know. If you say can't in my gym, you better attach the word yet to it. I can't do this, Mike. Well, well, I can't do it yet. Okay, now now you can say that word, right? So... Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. And it's just, I, I mean, come on. In a gym? I'm working in a gym. What? Right. That's not a That's not a job. <laughs> Creed Fitness, where are you located? So we're located on Hog Mountain Road, uh, right next to Porterfield Tire, right there in Watkinsville, right down from the CVS at Butler's Crossing. One location. One location. One's two, three, four, uh, five. You know, you know <laughs> I, I've talked to Neil about this, you know, and, and I respect Neil a lot, and he's mentored me a lot over the past year or two. And, uh... I'm a growth-oriented, driven kind of person, like a lot of people probably listening right now. But I also know because I've made that mistake, I've tried to grow. I've tried but, to grow you, too early. But you tried to grow in different areas. I've tried to grow too early. And if in you try to replicate ways. exactly what you're doing now, that's right. Yeah. Well, I, what I mean is, I've also tried to grow. You know, just beyond one location. I've tried okay. that before. We've 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 tinkered around with that. And and in my opinion, it's just not the right timing. I I think. What I've got to do right now is I've got to max out what I've got. I've got to max out what's right in front of me right now. Let's get to capacity, and then let's use those profits, and let's use that momentum to build into a second location. Here's one of the challenges that you probably have, Clinton, and that is you can't replicate you. It's hard. You're in that one gym there. You're high-fiving people. You're motivating. You can't be at the other location as well at the same time. Exactly. And that's what makes your your business model different, maybe a little different from a fast food chain Correct. or a department store or something that you can replicate where it's not about the, the person because you really, you are Creed. That's you right. are Creed Fitness. That's right. So that is going to be hard. It is. It is going to be hard. But you know what? There, there are people out there. There are people out there that share my same enthusiasm and fit and uh, passion for helping people. And I that's mean, the they're, key. They're out there. You just got to find them. You got to find that person. Yeah. That's the key. All right. For folks that want to find out more, you gave the location, but I, I know you've got a website and all that. Give, give that information where people can, you know, check out and find out what you're all about. Yeah. So creedgym.com. Yes, sir. That's it. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Look us up. 
come try out a few workouts for free, no pressure. But I guarantee you'll love it. Have fun. And for those that are spelling challenge, Creed is C-R-E-E-D. That's Creed right. com. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, you know, Clint, thank you for coming in. Good stuff. Thanks, Mike. Best of luck, continued success, and uh, look forward to hearing more great stories out of uh, Creed Fitness. Thank you, Mike. All right, Clint Watson, uh, the owner with Creed Fitness, joining us here on Beyond the Cupola. A reminder, you can listen to the show every Thursday at 1 o'clock here on Business Radio X. That's our live version, but you can listen to the show anytime you want. This episode with Clint or any of our other previous episodes by going to businessradiox.com, click on the Gwinnett Studio, and then you'll see Beyond the Cupola and the Oconee State Bank logo there. Click on that, and all the episodes will uh, will pop up there. So, for Clint, for our producers, Nat and Trey, I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time right here on Beyond the Cupola.